you're looking to sell your home at realestateagentsitrust.com. Our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com This is apparently what we're being warned of now. Apparently, last uh, November, there was some nuclear material stolen from an area in southern Iraq. And they don't know where it is. Well, they don't know where it is, so they're assuming it was stolen. And, of course, the fears are that you could have some terrorist group like ISIS that has control of it. Now, it's not material that can be used to create a nuclear weapon, one that would have a nuclear chain reaction, like, you know, the big mushroom cloud stuff. But it could power a dirty bomb. And a dirty bomb is basically a bomb explodes, a traditional explosion. But inside is little bits of nuclear material that would spray all over the place. So if you're hit by it, you could end up with radiation poisoning or something else. And it would also irradiate an area and would have to be cleaned up. That's basically what it dirty bomb is. And if someone stole this this type of nuclear material, that's what they could end up doing. Yeah, think about it in the same way that oftentimes you'll see, even uh, with the pressure cooker bombs that they were using at the Boston uh, Boston <laughs> attacks, too, how they'll wrap uh, uh, nails or ball bearings around. That's essentially the same concept they're doing with a dirty bomb, but it's radioactive material that could spread and uh, you'll have fallout within a large area. Okay, this isn't good. This is bad. This is really, yeah, really, bad. really bad. I'm just shocked that this is the first time we're being told that someone has stolen some sort of, you know, spent nuclear material like this. Well, I think the key point there was uh, we've We're been We're being told. told okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there have been incidences in the past that stuff has gone missing. In fact, I'm sure there's even incidences right here in the U.S. of A. that, yeah, it just was unable to be found. I know somebody who knows somebody who knew a girl who knew somebody that saw Ferris pass out at four, uh, 31 Flavors last night. And many years ago, they worked at a nuclear power plant as it was being constructed. And I've known some other people that have known somebody who knows somebody that worked at a uh, nuclear power plant. And according to them, these places suck for security and people who actually do their job. Now, maybe you work at a nuclear power plant, you know somebody, maybe it's run fine. But it's been my experience, multiple people working at these, especially when they were being constructed. And guess what? Yeah, it's not as secure as maybe it should be. I mean, after all, it's spent material. They're more worried about somebody coming into a nuclear reactor, uh, reactor and you know, starting some sort of chain reaction that would cause big-scale problems right there. They're not as concerned about that nuclear material that's spent because you can't make a nuclear device out of it. Well, and to that point, I mean, if you see how, how lax some of the regulations or security are at our own facilities here in the U.S. of A., think about how lax they are in places like Iraq or, or other countries, too, that have nuclear reactors. There are a lot of, of nuclear reactors. A lot of countries currently use nuclear power. All of those places are going to end up with spent material. So how... Uh, how secure is their process for taking care of that if it's as lax as it is here? I mean, the attitude with nuclear material that's been spent, in other words, it's been used in a nuclear reactor, and they can't use it anymore. There's a little bit left, but it's still radioactive. Do you think the worker bee there, bees there are really concerned? You know in their mind they still treat it as waste. Yes, it's not the same. It's a little bit dangerous. could be poisonous. But they're not thinking of it like that. And do you trust the government security facilities anyways? I don't trust them. I would venture to guess that it would be fairly easy for a group that was determined around the globe to get some sort of nuclear material, radioactive material, let's put it that way. Something that 
I'm not talking about stuff you could use to create a nuclear reaction, to create a hydrogen bomb or something. I believe that's probably fairly secure, and it's difficult to get your hands on because it's not easy to manufacture anyways. But the other stuff, the, the, the spent material, the, the radioactive material that they consider waste, why wouldn't it be easy? I don't know, another possibility. We've seen kind of similar stories in the past where a, uh, a truck will be stolen outside of a facility. It'll be later found out that, oh, that truck contains some nuclear uh, uh, reactive material, radioactive material. What do you think the likelihood is that the people who have taken the possession of this uh, briefcase or whatever that actually has the radioactive material are aware of what they have? Right. And, of course, we know the borders are not secure. So even if they get it outside the U.S., you're going to be able to bring it into the country. You're going to be able to smuggle it up. They smuggle truckloads of drugs in and nobody catches them. So imagine for a moment, you hope to do the U.S. harm and you want to get some of this nuclear material or radioactive material, one that you could use for a dirty bomb. And uh, you go to the average guard out there or guards that are you know, watching this material. Do you think it's going to be that hard to get to them? I mean, we're not talking high-level security here, right? You're talking about security guards. And you go to them and you go, I know where your family lives. How about you just look the other way, right? I'll give you $50,000 and I know where your family is, so how about you look the other way? You make them an offer they can't refuse. Yeah. I mean, we've seen them get to border agents. We've seen them get to all kinds of people. These stories are not, are not new. Yeah, are you referring to that possibly happening with here? Somebody getting of paid course, off? Of course, or there. You know it happens anyway, all around the world. And that Please. was going to be my point, is that if it would be seemingly this simple to actually acquire this <laughs> material here in the U.S., Again, think about how easy it would be in some of these other countries where there's even less regulation or possibly even more likelihood for, for a terrorism-related, hey, I have your family, give me this. And again, too, this, this thing stolen was about the size of a laptop computer case. Think how easy that would be to be able to travel around with, to conceal in a uh, other luggage of nature. So definitely a, an interesting, scary story. We'll have to see where it goes. But I wonder, again, if these people actually are even aware of what they have. Oh, I think they are. I think I don't think you stumble on that by accident. In the last couple of years, we've had multiple stories where things like smallpox have been misplaced. From CDC laboratories. <laughs> CDC laboratory. Yeah. Okay, we're not talking about something fairly uh, benign. This is pretty destructive. That's the reason they wanted to eradicate smallpox. And the only reason they keep a little bit of it is in case we have some sort of you know, outbreak or something in the future, they will still have that theoretically to make some sort of vaccine or, or have a, you know, a foothold in it. But if, if that stuff can be misplaced or stolen or whatever, why wouldn't spent nuclear material, just radioactive stuff that's considered waste, by the way, that has no other value, why would that be? I would think it would be much less secure, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Well, and, and I guess at the end of the day, we also have the question of how do you prevent things like this? Not only here in America, but around the world. I mean, if people are going to continue to have nuclear power, too, shouldn't there be some sort of... And again, I'm not the guy for, for mass regulations, but some sort of general procedure for how this waste is, is disposed of. Here's the problem. Um, the United States government had a plan to deal with nuclear material, the disposal of this nuclear material that's left over from, like, power plants, for example. And many years ago, 30, 40, whatever years ago, when we began really experimenting seriously with this and, and building nuclear power plants in the 60s and on into the 70s, uh, there was quite a bit of material left over when this happened. Now, the way they, they utilize it, there's very little of it, which is good. That's an advance in technology, so you have very little left over. And I'm actually a fan of nuclear power as long as it's disposed of properly, and you truly use a system where there's very little material left over. The problem is they needed a place to store it. And for a while, they were putting it in drums and putting it out in lots out in the middle of nowhere and fields and buildings and whatever else. And then they said, okay, we need a unified place 
to store this stuff. And they came up with a plan. We will hollow out a mountain, and we will put these barrels or whatever in this mountain and let it just fade away naturally over the course of time. And the place they picked was a site called Yucca Mountain in southern Nevada, not too far from Las Vegas, about an hour or so outside of Las Vegas. When I worked in Las Vegas in the early 90s, they were working on this project, hollow out the mountain and let's bring all this stuff in there. They spent billions and billions of dollars hollowing out the mountain and preparing to bring this stuff in there. I worked in a facility, in, a, in, a, in an office building, where the government also rented offices and some of the other people in the building worked for this Yucca Mountain project. That's where I first learned of it. And as it was nearing completion, there was a senator by the name of, what was his name? Harry Reid, who stopped it. He said, I don't want this nuclear material in my state. Now, the interesting thing is he stopped it after they got the billions of dollars in worker bees coming in and constructing in his state. He got the benefit of them coming in and saying, I am making money working for the government in your state and then spending that money to buy cars and cheeseburgers and everything else, then stop the program. Why didn't he stop it beforehand? Because he wanted the money. That's it. That's exactly it. It's politics being played even with this, even in this. Well, so you can't even trust a good uh, plan from the government to get rid of this. Well, and after the plan with Yucca Mountain fell through, too, they decided um, a site in New Mexico, too. I want to say it's in Alamogordo, actually. It's the Waste Isolation Pilot Plant, the WIP plant, they call it. That's the WIP. It's the whip plan, exactly. And it's very, very interesting, too. And, and now you are right, too, with the uh, spent materials that are left after their work. Uh, there isn't a whole lot left. However, it's not just the material that they actually take that was uh, uh, creating the steam and the actual mechanism for the energy. It's, it's any gloves, any, um, any, anything that was anywhere in near, anything near, that yeah. came anywhere in contact. So, yes, the actual material itself is not that much, but there's a lot of general waste to it. Any of tools, <laughs> any gloves, there's large drums, too. And it's, a, it's the same general plan, too, that they... Um, they take these and it's in a hollowed out place, and I want to say Alamogordo, New Mexico, too. But the interesting thing is, too, that there's huge, huge regulations and process that actually takes the plant, um, takes the materials from the sites all around the country and takes it to Alamogordo. In fact, I had a friend who um, used to work on the plants that actually would go route by route where these trucks would go and look at traffic patterns, look at uh, times of day, look at most uh, uh, dangerous routes. So they could get it too. there without there being an accident or, or criminal activity. So, I mean, every step of the way they had... Uh, <laughs> huge monitoring process to take it from, if you have to go from Seattle all the way to Alamogordo. So they would, okay, we'll take uh, uh, I-25 down this way and we'll hit I-40 and go over however that actually goes. So I know that there is an extensive process for attempting to secure these, but again, there always seems to be a hole that is uh, exploited in some manner. One of the other problems with, with nuclear power in America today, and the reason you haven't seen power plants built in a long time, I mean, now we're starting to hear about it. I think there are some plans in works and they're, they're moving forward to build some is for 20-so years, they haven't been able to build them because there's a law that says until you have a place to store that spent material and all of the other yeah. waste from it, that you cannot build a new... You cannot bring one online. I think you could build it, but you can't bring it online. I think that may be the holdup. Well, who's going to build one and sink hundreds of billions of dollars, maybe, into building this plants and then not be able to bring it online? So they want an assurance that, yes, if we put the money in, one of these power companies, that we're going to be able to actually turn the thing on. Well, who stopped that? Again, Harry Reid, the guy who said, you can't bury this stuff in my state, so essentially you don't have any place to store it until they build other facilities like New Mexico, and you can't bring those online until you have a place to store it. Politics being played, but still taking your tax dollars and pissing them away on nothing. It's surprising, though, too, that these progressives, too, that are all concerned about the environment oftentimes, don't like nuclear energy. 
They should. Nuclear energy is one of the cleanest forms of energy we have, as opposed to coal or any other sorts of, of, of which. There's very little uh, pollution that occurs with nuclear power plants. There is the, the spent waste and material at the end. Very small now. But that though. is minimal compared mm -hmm. to a lot of these coal power plants. Right, exactly. And w if you've ever driven by a nuclear power plant, the areas I'm from, uh, Perry Nuclear Power Plant in northeastern Ohio, uh, Davis-Bessey Davis out uh, near Toledo, those are the ones I'm most familiar with. You see the big cloud coming up from the cooling towers. All that is is water vapor. That's steam. It. It's steam. That's it. They, they take the, the heated rods, put it down into the water, essentially, the steam comes up and it turns the turbines. That's how it works. Yeah. The turbines. Um, so, are you worried about this? Is this something when you see these stories? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, is a dirty bomb likely? Is it more likely than you getting into an accident next Tuesday and dying? Getting into an accident is far more likely. But at some point, this stuff is going to happen. I mean, eventually... Doesn't it seem likely that a terrorist would be able to get to no, some place, whether it's America or, or France? Well, and if it's not this, this laptop-sized uh, case that was taken from Iraq, uh, there are other stories out here that we've gotten of material that they've never been able to find. So it is out there, folks, and eventually it's going to be used. Is it possible they just misplaced it, like the, the yeah, anthrax? Yeah, it totally the, is. Totally I mean, is. They'll, oh, there it is. I dropped it under my desk. I hadn't <laughs> seen it. That's where it is. I kept looking around for it. Where did I put the briefcase with the nuclear material? You know, it has been I hot in it. my office recently. Yeah, it's, it's been right. really hot in there. I don't... Let's see. You know, I went in. I got a cup of coffee, and then we went to go to lunch. I stopped at Wendy's. Did I leave it at Wendy's? Is that what it is, possibly? Maybe. Maybe we're worried too much about this, though. Maybe we're worried too much about it. I watch these superhero movies. I've dreamed of being a superhero since I was a kid. No. How did, how did Spider-Man become Spider-Man? Uh, he, he, he was bitten by, by a... By a magic radioactive spider. Not magic a, spider. A magic spider. No, what kind of Let's spider? Uh, it, was a t it was being tested on. I don't know. And it was, it was a ra radio was it radioactive, radioactive spider. spider. Okay. It was a radioactive spider. I'm just saying, you know, maybe we shouldn't uh, poo-poo this right off. Maybe. You got some other superheroes, you know, mm. benefits like this. Just let's not react no, too No, so what we need to do is we need, like, I'm kind of thinking more of the Iron Man type thing. We need a billionaire to come in and really save it. So I'm thinking. Like Donald Trump? Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning more towards, like, a Mark Zuckerberg. Younger, you know, probably is a little more virile, you know, is going to be able to be more super He's super-manny. such a tool, though, too. Are his parents still alive? When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.